Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television. We're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 227, baby! 227, the perfect number of episodes. How are we doing, James? <laughs> uh, we're doing good. It is the perfect number. From here on out, it's all downhill. I think we've peaked. This is the peak. We're going to look around, take in the view, and then descend into the abyss. We do love descending. It's one of our favorite <laughs> directions to go. Uh, you want to introduce our guest? <laughs> I sure do. Speaking of descending, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, Mr. Joe Strix. On the downslope since 1991, <laughs> baby. Not an Olympic year. Da- you just kind of popped out, and it's just been a Stop slide. crashing. <laughs> a steady, steady descent into penny stock territory after being a very big buy high. What's that mathematical <laughs> principle where it's a it's a line that looks like it's going to intersect with another line, but it and never actually Gravity. It never actually does? Gravity. No. <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other day, and I can't remember on account of I retained zero math classes for my entire like education an, history. Yeah, me neither. Is it like an integer or something like that? Oh, no, definitely not hey, an integer. Wash your mouth. <laughs> wash your mouth. Uh, hey, boys. Um, the answer. For oh, me. I got it. I looked it up, and it's uh, parallel lines. No. You, <laughs> yes. you son of a bitch. Uh, skew? No. Well, we'll never know. Yeah, listeners. Good thing we're not a math podcast. Write in and tell us, uh, you know, what ninth grade tell math is. Math stuff. The point is, thanks for having me. Great to be. Here. Great to be here. We missed last week. Uh, Joe was traveling. The boys skipped. So thank you for being here. Because uh, if you were a listener who didn't uh, like skips, you still wouldn't be here. That's a sentence, yeah. technically. <laughs> no, Johnny, you nailed it. Great job. Fuck all of you. Yeah, we are we are we are one of the few podcasts, maybe the first podcast where skips are foundational to the to the DNA of the show. If you're a new listener and you thought this podcast was consistent, you are wrong. <laughs> Life is full of ups and downs, twists and turns, and this podcast is here to reinforce that. You get in a rhythm, you want to have us be part of your day? No way. Can't happen. Not going to happen. Uh-uh. We yep. cut you down when you least expect it. Sometimes we go on a little pod fast it's where you don't get any content all right uh joey how was your trip it was great i went to the state of michigan it looks like a hand maybe you've heard of it which part of the hand were you in (laughs) um technically i was uh just a little bit left of the base of the thumb nice and what's your parents address yes exactly correct john now uh it was a great time going to michigan uh it was a great drive out we drove mostly in the rain but it was still kind of fun and it was a great drive back. We did dri- not drive in any rain. Nice. Um, I got two RB sliders on the way out. That was very nice for me. Ooh, what flavor? Uh, they do a buffalo chicken slider and a uh, roast beef slider, both of which, fantastic. They also do some pretty good uh, chicken nuggies. Um, Amanda and I cooked a couple times while we were there. We uh, uh, went to Leo's Coney Island. Highly recommend. Coney Island is like diners. <laughs> Is the Michigan word for diners? Wait, they call a diner a Coney Island. 
Yeah, so there's like yeah, Leeds, you know Coney thing Island, where Biff's, you Coney take, Island. You take a word Leo's and you Coney make Island. it way longer, and then yeah. and then that's used to discuss a thing. Yeah. How do you pronounce yep. it? Diner? No, we're not calling it that. <laughs> we also there was I met up with some friends and we had a very extended, like protracted discussion about Michigan accents and how, uh, like in Michigan accents, T's are either not spoken or become D's. So like if I was going to say What's like a thing that you put on your hand and uh, it's got no separation in the fingers? A mitten. Yeah. So maybe that's not just Michigan, but like you don't hit those T's. <laughs> it's <laughs> mitten. Mitten. Yeah. Uh, mitten. There's a city <laughs> called Ypsilanti, spelled Y-P-S-I-L-A-N-T-I. You don't hit that T at the end there. It's Ypsilanti. Right, like Toronto. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Point is, it's a bunch of weird northern shit. Yeah. Do people uh, it, say A out by you? No, it's you get it a little closer once you're in Detroit because Detroit's right across from yeah, Windsor, so get, sometimes Canadians that, sneak over. Yeah, you get that in Western New York. Sometimes you get people start. It starts the Canadians start yeah. right. slipping the, out a little. What bit. about the, what about Governor? Yeah, no, we do a lot of that. <laughs> we talk a lot about having tea and biscuits. Okay, right. Um, the further north you get, the more people in Michigan sound British. <laughs> Couldn't even get through the God, real dumb bit. <laughs> it's so funny because the the northern, especially the Upper Peninsula, like the Upper accent, is is like Canadian, Wisconsin, Minnesota all at once. It's very ridiculous. Uh, but to compare it to British is is very funny to me. Point is, great trip. It's good food. Cooked a little bit. It was nice. Nice. Jimmy? Back to you guys. Jimmy, you been uh, eating anything good? Uh, yeah. I, um, yesterday I celebrated, um, no, not yesterday. Two days ago I celebrated a, uh, a pizza. The coronation? Su- uh, no, a pizza Sunday. Oh, without, okay. without my without two us? fellow. Yeah, without you, without my two fellow, um, what would I call you? Proselytizers? What would we call ourselves? <laughs> I don't know. Friends? Uh, yeah, no, ap- apostates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I had a lovely pizza Sunday. Some friends were out of were in from out of town, so we went to Mama Two's on the Upper West Side, which uh, came highly recommended from a uh, friend of the pod, Eric, and also um, in a website of the pod, uh, the Infatuation. Yeah, it's on all kinds of lists of best <laughs> yeah, pizza yeah, spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and how's it Mama was, Two's spelled? Uh, Mama's spelled the usual way, right. and M-A-C-H. two spelled with two O's. Got it. Yeah. Um, and it was fantastic. It lived up to the hype. Love when things live up to the hype. Uh, they have square slices. They cook They cook their crust just below burnt, which is exactly how I like my crust. So yeah. every bite was a crunch. It was amazing. They have all these wild flavors. Um, and then also their regular slice is also pretty good. So it was great. Um, what were the wild flavors? We did. So I, we got a plain slice. Um, Wild. A, yeah, that yeah. was crazy. <laughs> um, we got a plain slice. That was for scientific purposes, you know, just to see how it holds up. And yeah, um, a test group. Then we did a vodka slice. Um, we did a uh, a poached pear slice. Tell me we about the poached a, pear slice. Uh, poached pear was it had poached pears on it. I don't know what else was on it. <laughs> I didn't read. I, I didn't read the the thing, but it was like it was like uh, almost like. Um, Caramelized pears on top with a with a bit of a sweeter sauce. Um, in in was, lesser hands, it's just a regular cheese pizza with like 
canned <laughs> pears dumped yeah, yeah, on yeah. it. <laughs> it was DiGiorno pizza with with an uncooked half yeah. pear on top. Was it a, one of those Dello Show pears or whatever? Was it a tomato based <laughs> sauce or non tomato? No, I don't believe so. It was you no, know, it was it was a sweeter almost. I think there had to have been some cinnamon in there, but it was like. Um, I gotta look up the the. It was delicious. It was perfect. Yeah, we it would be that. weird to me if it was tomato. So that, that no, it was. That, it, yeah. I don't think anything but the vodka sauce was like a, had any sort of tomato or red ingredients. Um, then we had a uh, a fungi a fungi uh, slice which had um, pass. Oh, it was so good. It was mushrooms and like caramelized onions with like a white sauce. <laughs> it, was like, it was like mushrooms and more mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a different kind of mushrooms <laughs> and a mushroom sauce and a crust was made of mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a mushroom <laughs> crust. Um, and then we had. Uh, to me, a, fu- a fun guy slice is just like a slice of pizza that's being held by a clown. That's a fun guy. Turn <sighs> me back to you. I hate, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> then we had uh how many was that? You did a a plain slice, a vodka slice, a pear slice, a slice that reminds you of the good times, a slice that reminds you of the better times. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. You know that. Joe Joey, Johnny beat you to that by th- two days. I got that text from Johnny on Sunday when I told him what, what I Don't got. you dare tell our listeners that I repeated a joke. <laughs> yeah, or that we talk outside of this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I forgot. This is our only form of communication. Yeah, that's why we do these downloads that have nothing to yeah, do with what the show is supposed yeah. to be about the beginning. <laughs> this is how I invited you guys to my wedding. <laughs> this is how I got married. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the last one was a cacio pepe slice, which was stellar. Loved it. Really good. Perfect. Yeah. No notes. Yep. Sounds excellent. Um, aside from that, I haven't been cooking too much. We've been just doing. Um, are like make your own uh, Chipotle burrito bowls at home, which is lovely. I like it. Johnny? My turn. Um, last night was my girlfriend's birthday. We went to Gramercy Tavern, a one Michelin star restaurant where Tom Colicchio used to be the head chef. No longer. Uh, it was very, very good. I had a great burger. We had uh, oysters that were great. Some uh, duck liver mousse, which was great. Ooh. Uh... Yeah, it was very, very, very good. And then I make her banana pudding every year. So there's an insane amount of banana pudding in our fridge right now. I had some right before this, and I'm crashing on a sugar high at the moment. Interesting. Interesting that you would have all this extra banana pudding and not think to invite anyone over to help you disperse of it, dispense of it. It is strange. You You have two friends who you know that you do better work with in person and, and seem to have a surplus of banana pudding, and yet... Here we are. In retrospect, this would have been significantly better to do in person. Hmm. Uh, well, what are you going to do? Well, there's tons of it left. So if you want some, come over in the oh, next few days. They say banana pudding is always 2020. That's right. That was the year of our pudding. <laughs> uh, we also looked at a wedding venue on Sunday where we may or may not have our wedding. And uh, it's a Spanish restaurant by day. So we had some paella, which was very good. Um, we're probably going to have our wedding there. So you guys might come if you're good. If we don't get up on the naughty list between now and right. then. And yeah. listener, if you write in every week until then, you'll be there too. <laughs> yeah. And Johnny, did you want to try and have it at my wedding venue? You, you can't, and it has a penis on the side of it now because they've condemned it, and it's going to be uh, destroyed. Do you think they condemned it because of your wedding? I hope so. I hope our, I hope our wedding kicked so much ass that they were like, we can't have any more parties here. 
Right. Yeah. So we're yep. not. Uh, the the venue we looked at was actually a different set of friends that had their wedding there on the exact same day as yours. So we couldn't go to their wedding, uh, because I was uh, I was. Uh, yeah, I, I made you come to yeah. mine instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. At least this one can be more special now, and um, and that's important to me. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's great. Paella. I love the, it. Uh, they call it this. They call it the Spanish gumbo. They sure do. They always have said that, and they always will. <laughs> Uh, James and I hung out on a Friday on Friday night, and we made a frozen DiGiorno pizza. <laughs> we did. It was lovely. It was the perfect pre-going out snack, and saved us from probably drinking way too much before leaving. Uh, and then we so, we went and hung out with uh, our friends, and secondhand smoked three packs of cigarettes because all of our friends <laughs> think that it's 1942. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. I was what? thinking about it. it- we were the only ones not smoking. We were the only two crazy. not smoking cigarettes in a group of like 10. <laughs> oh boy. That's tough. It was very bizarre. It does sound like uh, you guys had a pizza Friday. James, you had a pizza Sunday. Something's missing in the middle. Oh, I had a pizza Saturday. We got Buddy's Pizza, Michigan staple. It's three very days nice. worth of pizza, baby. Let's look at us spreading the good word. <laughs> oh, we love it so much. Uh, should we talk about Steven Universe? For the 95th time, it's yeah, still sure. haven't seen it. Still I, never seen it. Still not gonna see it. I know I made this joke previously that Across the Pond it's called Steve Uni, and I'm not gonna make that joke again. No, no, I just no. want everyone to know right. that. Much like my uh, Chumba Wumbo jo- joke about uh, James's pizza slices, I won't repeat that again either. Right. Uh, I will I will note that in Australia, they probably call it something like Marky Galaxy or something like that. Probably. That's probably something that they would do. If you're an Australian and you're listening to the pod, speak up, you fucking coward. Yeah. Steven Universe. What's your cartoons called? The one of you. <laughs> he makes the together breakfast, which is waffles with popcorn on it and some whipped cream and a strawberry. Yeah. On its face, I'm into it. I've never had popcorn with waffles, but I would try it. Why not? Yeah, this this seems very much like a very lo- like a weirdly logical combination. He salty might, sweet business. Yeah, the salty sweet and like the crunch to the slightly doughier uh waffle texture. And I, I do think, uh, I think Babish's initial interpretation is a, is a bad faith interpretation. You I feel think like so? It, it, I think it was purposefully half-assed so as to make the final version seem a little bit more exorbitant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a middle ground between these two that is uh, lovely. Uh, okay, so the, the version he makes first is Ego Waffles. He doesn't say the word Ego, but come on. Uh, definitely Eggos. Whipped cream from a can. He besmirches the good name of a few waffle-related uh, items in this, and I won't stand for it. What, okay? what, else, what else besides the original? He, he, he rightfully points out that Aunt Jemima's is offensive, and he covers the label. But Aunt Jemima, he, then he says it's disgusting. Aunt Jemima's is fucking delicious. So is Log Cabin. So is any fake maple syrup, because get this, real maple syrup, this fucking garbage. You're Suck so my ass, Vermont. Stupid. Vermont so as a stupid. state can get fucked. Suck my balls. It's All right. Fake stuff is so much better than the real stuff. I, I will be I will be Switzerland here and say that they are both good. Johnny, it seems like you're going to be a uh, maple syrup purist here, right? I mean, I I appreciate. First of all, you missed Mrs. Buttersworth, so that's very upsetting. I I include all of them. Every single fake syrup is better. I am not a hater of fake syrup. If you're having a fake syrup, I'm all for it. Maple syrup is better. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) 
I don't know. James really seems to like Mrs. Slaverworth or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that I'm not. Dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm not racist and I like maple syrup. Yeah. No. James. James really seems to enjoy uh, keep the statues up uh, brand syrup. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we used to be a country. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, the point is. Uh, everything's good all the time. I feel also, really sorry. No, yeah, back, to, back to my original point. Ego waffles, also delicious. They're great. He undercooked them yes. in this. Yes, purposefully. Yeah, yeah. And I that I was agreeing with you, Joe. He did not implement them the way that he needed to. And I agree. I think it was. Do you want to hear some sneaky scumbag moves that I have pulled with uh, Ego waffles? Uh, of course I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. this, could go, this could go either way. All it's right, like so I you... stormed the Capitol with an yeah, Ego yeah, waffle yeah. in my I pocket. I balled it up real good yeah. and shattered yeah. a window. Yeah. <laughs> I was, we used I was to cr- throw frozen ones at cars <laughs> off yeah. the, fr- at the freeway. I was throwing them like ninja stars. Yeah, I sharpened the edges <laughs> like I was in an early Bond film. I tied a string between two and wheeled them like waffle nunchaku. <laughs> uh, you put it in a microwave. It doesn't get crispy. It just becomes a soft uh, palette on which you can place peanut butter and chocolate chips. Yeah, this isn't surprising. <laughs> uh, yeah, they almost turn it into like, yeah, a peanut the, butter chocolate texture, waffle roll. The enemy of Joe Strick's. <laughs> Wait, what? You want me to have eat something crunchy? Why can't it just be a soft ball that I can that I can suck on in my mouth for a little while? You make it sort of like a like a waffle jawbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going to be for truly no one except for maybe Joe. Joe, do you remember the scene at A Night at the Opera where the Marx Brothers are eating pancakes and uh, Harpo? Of course, put, I remember that scene. And Harpo puts makeup all over his face with it. <laughs> It's a real fun time, yeah, he, listener. He uses that as like a like a powder applier. Yeah, but it's powdered sugar <laughs> from the breakfast. Real good physical gas. Oh, yeah. The point is, uh, have you guys? What's your guys' experience with Eggos? Briefly, had them as a kid a bunch. I think they're fine. Uh, I love them very, very much. Um, I haven't had them in quite a while because I am not a child anymore. But my mom. <laughs> Used to make them for me for breakfast almost every day when I was like from like the third to sixth or seventh grade. She would make them. It was the best. And I would take the syrup and you got to fill every tiny little bit of every little square of the piece you're about to cut off. And then you cut it off and then, mm, God, it's so wonderful. This I think this is a nice transition because you had several visceral reactions to syrup application in this video. And I feel like this probably leads us to a discussion about maple syrup etiquette. Yeah. I have in my notes, maple syrup etiquette discussion. If you apply maple syrup to the entire breakfast confection, whether it's waffles or pancakes or uh, uh, French toast, if you apply it to the whole confection at the beginning of the meal, you are a stupid person and a bad person. That's my stance. I will not back down from it. We've been it over this matter. so many times, and I'm not going to get into it again. I like a little bit of sogginess. I think it's great. Uh, and also, I, when you said you don't eat Eggos because you're a child, if you were to go in your fridge or freezer right now, do you think people would think you have a child? I have a child? No. Based on what's in there. 
Do you think people no. would think that you're hiding the child, like uh, yeah. like Drake? Based on <laughs> it being in the freezer. Yeah. No, I would. I think I have a pretty adult freezer. Uh, I don't know. Are there books in it? John, that would be adult. John, John, currently the sweetest thing in my in fridge or in freezer is dark chocolate hummus. Hmm. That's a pretty adult type of hummus. That's adult mm-hmm. as hell. Yeah. Yeah. The most the most adult thing in uh, my fridge or freezer is probably Oreo casters. <laughs> that's the most adult thing. That's the most yeah. And from yeah, there yeah, it's yeah. just it's downhill. It's fun dip and those little crackers with a red stick to apply cheese. Yeah. yeah, yeah. God, how many microplastics did those fucking things put in us? Remember? Yeah. Just just especially scooping, literally scooping processed cheese in our mouth with a plastic. And they don't tell you not to eat the stick. I I went through like 10 boxes. Right. I I was used to fun dip. (laughs) Taking a big bite of plastic, melting it over my, uh, my snacks. Anyway. The um the point is the second thing he makes is a good faith version of he makes yeasted waffles uh he makes his own caramel corn maple caramel corn which looked fantastic this was the star of the show yes this is where I started to have issues with his his approach to this I agree the caramel corn on its own looks unbelievable I'm not the biggest fan of the uh of like a fake maple flavor of like maple candy and things like that I don't know if you guys have ever had maple candy that's Super popular up in Vermont. I love a maple it's, candy. It's good. It it can get very intense very quickly, like too, yeah. way too sweet. My thoughts. But, um, him using a sweet popcorn goes against the entire idea of why the popcorn is on there. In in my opinion, because it's not right. A, caramel corn is not really savory. You like and the, the in my head, it's a hat it, on a hat. Yeah, exactly. It's and then putting if if he did that as like a substitution for the for the maple syrup then it would be something but him putting maple syrup on top of maple caramel corn it's it seemed to be like it was going to be way too sweet yeah i like i i think just either like a regular salted popcorn or the cheesy popcorn that he makes at the end would both be interesting variations because yeah again cuz you're adding the syrup onto that exactly that's going to be a little bit better uh utilization yeah um, but again, the popcorn, the, the caramel corn does look unbelievable. It looks so delicious. Yeah. And, and caramel corn and cheesy popcorn together is a combination that I had not really seen until adulthood. I don't think like I'd seen them in the separate tins or whatever, yeah, but not you, never you like never, sharing a never bag. The, you never got the three way tins at Christmas. Oh no, we got them. We just kept them separate. It was in our house. Popcorn was a separate, but equal adventure. Very good. <laughs> Man, we know we we know which side of the, of the syrup debate you're really falling on, Joe. Your oh boy, um, brought this up twice on this podcast now. Yikes! I love the the three container. Uh, oh, it's the best. Thing. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. My brother sent me one a couple years ago. Truly, just a joy to just sit there and eat. So when you popcorn. when you remove the divider, do you put the lid back on and then no, shake no, it all up? No, 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 no. don't keep. Keep them separate. I mean, there also is, you can get in bags, Chicago popcorn, that is just cheese and caramel That's, corn together, and it's fantastic. No, but also right. you keep them separate, and then you no. choose the mixture you want, because you can take a handful of the caramel corn and maybe one or two 
cheddar or like you can the, create the ratio that you want the way that my brain operates i'm going to eat each one entirely and then move to the next one entirely so i'm going to eat all of the butter flavor and i'm going to eat all fine. the cheese flavor and i'm going to eat all the caramel flavor it's a choose your own adventure how does it feel to be like the other rats in ratatouille that don't understand flavors combining <laughs> oh, it's all right. You know what? I never really wanted to pilot a man as a chef anyway. Yeah, to be honest, those rats, those rats seem pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the main character because he's he's miserable. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> what a fool. I'm, I'm the other rats at the end that get to sit in his godfather restaurant that is, that is openly run by a rat. We're going to talk about that at the end of Ratatouille enough, that, they, that he's just an out-and-out out rat chef and people going to eat there. <laughs> what's Also, what's the lifespan of a rat? How long 40, 50 years, maybe? Oh, at least 200 years. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good investment in your chef who's going to die in a couple years, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not to mention the, the, I don't know, innumerable diseases that it will probably fall to. <laughs> wow. If you wanted a takedown of the film Ratatouille, <laughs> yeah. here it is, baby. In Michigan, it's, it's rat Ratatouille. Absolutely fucked, Pat. It's, it's Ratatouille, because we don't hit those T's. <laughs> do you think when he was they asked him to do the voice, he said, there are plot holes here. <laughs> he goes, um, I'm just going to say it. the rat talks? Uh, hello? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, he does something with the popcorn here that I found interesting. That's, I don't know if I've seen him do this before, which is... He puts in coconut oil, heats up three kernels till one pops to indicate preheating. Then he dumps all the corn in and takes it off the heat for 30 seconds to have the popcorn rise to temp slower, then puts it back on. Uh, yeah. I have no I mean, I have no disagreements. I just had never seen him nor anyone else do this. Same, and I'm going to try it next time I make popcorn, right. which maybe is tomorrow. Yeah, it was an interesting technique. I've also, I've never made popcorn on a stovetop i've always just had what bags never of like orville no oh, oh jimmy you gotta just done like orville you gotta make Redenbacher the switch or stuff like that oh jimmy you're uh, gonna love it yeah it's I'm gonna sure become your whole I thing will. for a good two weeks uh, uh and i also might so uh as you know i'm a big on uh i don't have enough space in my kitchen but one of the few things i have that like is takes up space and only does one thing but i'm very happy we have it is a whirly pop which is a cheap yeah. <laughs> little aluminum thing that whirls around, but it makes popcorn so quick and never burns it. Like it's truly faster than the microwave, and never yeah, burns it. It's incredible. It's my it's my favorite pan potentially. If I didn't love my yeah. other pan so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're a man who loves all his pans equally, Johnny. I've always said that yes. about you. Yep. Um, yeah, stovetop popcorn. DIY style because you can fuck it up with all sorts of toppings and stuff and I don't know I'm a big fan right, like, big supporter uh, poached pears and uh, <laughs> fungi yeah. I do a penny vodka uh, popcorn sometimes <laughs> uh, any other episode thoughts um, how do we feel about Belgian waffles love them big fan waffles generally I, I think are fantastic agreed agreed I have I'm sure I've discussed it we were on two episodes episode 227 I'm sure we've talked about it there was a there was a stretch where my go-to diner order was a Belgian waffle and then I would ask for a side of ham yeah put, <laughs> we have discussed would, this yeah I would put I the it. side of ham underneath the Belgian waffle yeah. You get it's a perfect combination. Then you drizzle your yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Interesting that you wouldn't ask for ham cubes, which would fit just so snugly in each oh, section. Now oh, we are talking. Whoa, yeah. yeah. And then you could get if if you do the ham cubes, if you pre cook those or you, you cook those into like fry them up a little bit, 
cut yeah. them. Yeah, this is. Yeah, Joe, you're onto something here. I wonder if you put the Sometimes hand. I come up with smart in things. the holes. If you had some kind of a mortar to so make it like a brick situation, so you can get it all smooth <laughs> on the top, maybe a mashed potato. Yes. Also, Johnny. Yes, exactly. Johnny, naming this ham and holes is the perfect. Yeah. Yeah, ham and holes. Yeah. It, it feels like something that's like in the northwest of England that they're yeah, famous I was for. Say. Yeah. Like, the waiter of the <laughs> diner comes over to you. What do you have? You go the ham and holes, and you give them the menu. <laughs> If yes, they were exactly. if they were in any way culinarily innovative, you know, and had made a new breakfast since I don't know the seventeen yeah, hundreds. Yeah, me mum me mum makes ham and holes. You know, I have me mum's ham and holes. Hi, me mum's ham and holes. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's a it's a mank scouse debate that rages at back yeah, yeah, for yeah, decades yeah. is who came up with ham and mm-hmm. holes. It was the only food allowed at the coronation. <laughs> yeah, what's uh, the breakfast of kings? They call it. King, what's this one's name? Ham, King, King Ham's favorite. King Ham the fourth. <laughs> uh, man, by the way, that the coronation was happening while I was back at home. Uh, never would have expected my parents to have. It wasn't even like they were paying attention. They just had the coronation on, and more generally, just had the news on, which really stressed me out. Where I was like, "Stop having the news on, oh. regardless of the channel, buddy." That is, that's the that's the boomer white noise is what it is and it's truly it's so upsetting my it's, parents are the exact same they always have msnbc on and it just is the most agitating thing ever well, it's like yeah i look up every three seconds murder a gun rape the king coronation imperialism be like stop put turn it off what are you doing yeah can't we relax and put on breaking bad or something I'm always, I'm always <laughs> like, why, how comes how come when i go home i'm immediately 10 to 15 percent more stressed the news is on is why <laughs> anyway <laughs> put on breaking bad <laughs> <laughs> um anyhow ham and holes ham and holes uh, uh, you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, no, John. no, no, no. I was gonna. I think we're we're gonna say similar things. Should we correspond with the camera? That's what I was gonna Let's say. Do it. Let's. This comes to to us from our buddy Tucker. Tucker took us months to get to this. Apologies. Uh, Tucker says, "Long time no correspondence with the men, the myths, the legends with high blood pressure." But your Wanda app got me thinking. Did we already read this one? Oh boy. Anyway. The steak Diane Babish made, aside from the jelly, did seem really good, but last week I went home for pizza Sunday break, Easter, but no caps because unorthodox, and my parents made a Philly cheesesteak casserole that was amazing. That sounds good. Chopped onions and mushrooms sautéed together and cooked in the juices of some thin-cut New York strip, then all put in a pan and covered in mozzarella and cheddar. It was spectacular, Uh, and I'm a little ashamed to say it's one of my top steak experiences now. Still wrestling on if that makes me a trash person or not. Uh, Tucker, it does. does. It certainly does. Um, <laughs> uh, but in my experience, I have never had a steak that was piping hot and yet cooked perfectly and seasoned exactly the way I want from either home cooking or a restaurant. And the thin steak in the casserole was tender, piping hot, and covered in glorious cheese and onion. Do I need to spend more money or on a fancy restaurant steak? I don't know. Please, coward. Tucker, P.S., this may be me looking through rose-colored glasses because of its scarcity, but I love a good hollow cylinder of ice. Those are really nice. Briefly on the ice point, agreed. A nice hollow cylinder, big fan. Yeah, I'm into that shape. I, I, I think empty space in ice is important. Uh, regarding those are, steak. Those are good, too, because then when you got them in your mouth, you're not worried about choking. Because you're like, well, at least there'll be a hole I can breathe <laughs> yeah, yeah. through. <laughs> Until it melts. Until and it I can... melts. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to wait it out. 
Yeah, you just go back. <laughs> I thought there's a hole in it. We're carrying on a conversation. It'll, it'll melt soon. <clears throat> so your dad got stents put in. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyhow, what do you guys think about that steak comment? I think the casserole sounds great, so I don't I don't have any problems with that. I bet it was delicious. And if it was yeah. your favorite steak experience, all power to you. But it also sounds like you just haven't ever had a good steak. Yeah, right. Good. Tucker, Tucker, you are in college. Yeah, two things can be true. <laughs> that can be an amazing meal, and it can be trash. Trash meals <laughs> are some of the best meals. And yeah, it, I, yeah, as Joe said, you're in college, your steak time will come. Your best steaks are ahead of you, yeah, buddy. Your best steaks are it, let's start an it it let's start an it gets better campaign for, for steaks, steaks <laughs> and to children. Right. That, that, that we, Just a kid who's like holding a steak over his eye because he got a black eye. Like, yeah. is this all steak is? We go, no, buddy. No, buddy. No, steak gets, is gonna be something it, delicious it that you eat eventually. So much better. Um and yeah, it is as much as it sucks, steak is one of those things where you spend more money, it's gonna most of the time it's gonna be yeah. much, much better. Uh go to a go to a really good steakhouse, spend an uncomfortable amount of money on a steak, and it's gonna be great. But also if be- you know how to cook it yourself, you can just go to the butcher and get again, more than you want to spend on a steak. Uh, but again, it'll be an uncomfortable yeah, But it'll be way less than going to a steakhouse. And if you cook yes. it properly, and it's gonna be a great experience. Mm-hmm. Tucker, I'm gonna warn you, neither of those institutions are gonna take dining dollars so you're gonna have to have real money to spend that's not part of a meal plan uh thank you you fucking coward uh more cowards please write in i want this casserole now sorry i'm thinking about this it does sound great that's it it does sound really good it's a philly cheesesteak casserole yeah Yeah, what's not the like what could possibly be bad about it uh If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Give us those five star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, uh, we are at Gabba Babb on Twitter. We're Gabba Babbage on Instagram. If you want to send us emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, or uh, your steak stories to help lift Tucker uh, from his dark place and, and let him know that it does Ooh. get better. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag steak stories. It does get better. Right. Um, Sorry you got fired from Fox. Hashtag steak stories. <laughs> Hashtag, yeah. No, this whole time, our friend Tucker, who's in college, has been Tucker Carlson. Yes, yeah. We, sorry to break it to everybody. Uh... But he's really nice in emails. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.